0: Welcome back to this week's edition of The Rangers Report. We're here at Heston as preparations get underway for our clash with Ipswich Town. Me and Andy will go through Cardiff, we've got we're joined by Steve Cook and we also reflect on Norwich as well as looking ahead to the Ipswich Town clash. So this is The Rangers Report. <music> Andy, the smile is back, and we are looking a bit more positive this week, aren't
1: we? Well, a lot better week, you know. Uh, a, a fantastic response from the from the boys and the, Gareth and the staff to go to Cardiff. Thought we played really well for 70 minutes, um, then had to dig deep to to get over the line. But now it's uh, it's amazing the performance and a result. What it does for everyone, you know, uh, fans alike. So uh, yeah, let's hope we can build on that and the work here on the training pitches. Must have been in full flow last
0: week, because we saw a, a big improvement from the performance at Watford, didn't
1: we? Yeah, we spoke long and hard about it, and there was a lot said. Watford was really, really disappointing, but I keep saying to people, you know, you, when you have days like that, you have to very quickly, you have to address it, you have to dissect it, then you have to very quickly move on and try and put it right. So there uh, must have been a lot of questions raised and asked here. There must have been a lot of work done on the training ground. I think uh, that was a new formation. Obviously someone like Steve Cook coming into the building was a was a big plus. So a new a new formation, um, different style of play if you like. And as I say, credit where credit's due. I thought they were excellent last week. What
0: did you make of the changes and the, the performance as a whole? It was a very a different style, wasn't it, and a different approach, as you mentioned.
1: Well again, uh, Steve Cook coming in, uh, I think played a part now. He went straight in. You could see what he's gonna bring to the team, to the club, on and off the pitch. Maybe the way the Watford game went, uh, you know, I'm saying on Compton, you've got to find some solutions when the opposition got the ball and when we've got the ball. And I think maybe the, the the players and the staff came together and they they spoke about a, a better way to get the best out of each and everyone as individuals. So you get a better team performance. And that was that was clear for everyone to see down in uh, South Wales. And it was a, a welcome home party,
0: wasn't it, for Aaron Ramsey? And we sort of spoiled the party in the end.
1: Always first game of the season, you never know what you're going to get. Decent atmosphere, Cardiff, new manager, um, new signings, Aaron Ramsey. They had started quite well. I thought they played well at Leeds. I saw the game, um, got through in the cup in the, in, in the midweek. So uh, it was always going to be difficult for us. But I think from the from the very first whistle, I thought we took the initiative for the game. We got up the pitch. Someone like a Paul Smith, I think, was a big part of that. Now in 10 minutes, carrying the ball in, and playing the game in the Cardiff half. And I thought we were totally, totally in control for, for long periods of that first half untroubled at the back. So um, so yeah, it was good. We'll do it in reverse order, but we'll dissect the goals. First of all,
0: Ken Powell, he seems to enjoy playing against Cardiff. Two goals in what is two games now, really. We'll talk about that goal first of all, and then we'll get to Sinclair
1: on Yeah, no, it was, a, it, was a, it was a really good team goal and uh, excellent work from Sinclair. You know, that was, I know we're going to talk about his goal and quite rightly so in a minute, but That was probably more pleasing than his goal for me. Sinclair's part in the goal. You know, that composure he showed. Pace, strength to get in the position. But then, maybe four, five, six months ago, he might have just lashed that towards goal. Angle was against him. But he he had the composure, he had the, the, the vision, and then he puts a perfect weight on the pass for Kenneth to make that run. And Kenneth still had a lot to do, but it's a really tidy, composed finish, and yeah. Kenneth gets his second goal against Cardiff because he got one last year, didn't he? What a finish for a fullback as well. What a finish, yeah. But as I say, that that's probably... I've just said Kenneth had a lot to do and he did. And you've got to be composed, you've got to get your yeah your, your pattern of your, your your stride right, you've got to get your stride right, what technique you're going to use. But the weight of pass from Sinclair, I think, was was key because Kenneth, as the ball's coming to him, he, he goes, he's probably thinking, I don't have to touch this and just come on and do what I need to do. And uh, yeah, great goal.
0: Sinclair Armstrong.
1: We have to talk about him.
0: He was almost the star of the show at Cardiff. First of all, to get his first professional golf
1: QPR. What a moment for him, was not it? Fantastic. Well, again, if I just jump back to the Watford game, I thought, listen, there wasn't too many positives come from the Watford game. I think I'm quite entitled to say that, but Sinclair was probably won when he came on just by his endeavour and his attitude and closing down. So uh, it was great to see him in the starting 11 down in South Wales, and uh, now he's. His goal credit to Paul Smith. Paul Smith does fantastic. He robs the fullback, puts it on the plate. Sinclair's on the move, side foot, four yards. Um, and yeah, what a what a what a moment for any young player. But uh, everyone's delighted for Sinclair. He mentioned after the game that he couldn't really see Paul
0: Smith's ball. His contact was coming out of his eye. Now I wear contacts, and I definitely wouldn't have been able to see the ball. So quite impressive, isn't
1: it? Well, as I say, it's more to do with Paul. I think Paul Paul's part in the goal uh, excellent, and that's what Paul Smith will bring. And you know, um puts it on a plate. Sinclair's on the move. Whether he sees it or not with his contact lens, he just has to be there and arrive and get some sort of touch on it, and it's a goal. Then he can go and celebrate. No, great, uh, great for him. If we cast our mind back to 1983, what was that feeling like for a young
0: Andy Sinton when he scored his first professional goal?
1: Well, it's a moment that stays with you for the rest of your life. I can, I can describe that goal as if it happened yesterday. You know, I was 17. Had I was 17 in the week before so i was uh playing against burnley burnley at home um i managed to, we won two 0 i managed to score both actually which was which was great but yeah the first well i remember them both but the first goal edge of the box sort of chipped the keeper i didn't actually see it go in to be honest um but knew it was in by the crowd and then the second goal as i say hit on a bouncing ball edge of the box so yeah there were two two nice goals but it's You always remember that, you know, and uh, Sinclair will remember that. He'll tell his kids, tell his grandkids about his first goal. at Cardiff, be able to describe it. And uh, just a wonderful moment for any young player. And your first
0: QPR goal, it came at Loftus Road not long after you'd just signed. Scoring in front of the QPR fans
1: must be a special feeling as well. Still remember that as if it was yesterday, you know, signed on the Thursday, played at Sheffield Wednesday on the Saturday. We won 2-0. We're back on the Monday against Aston Villa. Sun was out. Uh, We needed to win. and yeah, I can still, I can still see the goal. I can still picture. I often look at Loftus Road when I'm there. And I can almost see the spot that I was, that I made the contact. wasn't the greatest strike in the world, but it did enough to go in. And more pleasing, it was the winning goal. But what a way to announce yourself to QPR your fans uh, at the Loft. Go and celebrate. And uh, as I say, for any young player, me, Sinclair, or any of the young kids who are coming through in football, it's a really special moment that they should savour.
0: And what are the experienced heads in the dressing room saying to yourself at that moment, or to Sinclair now? What what are they saying to him? Enjoy the moment,
1: but you've got a game on, coming uh, next week. One hundred percent. I know what experienced players said to me. I, I certainly remember one where we beat Arsenal in the cup. It wasn't a goal on debut. I scored against Arsenal. who probably won. Well, I did win the game so it was the last minute. I celebrated in the, the loft, and I was just I was. Seemed to be in quite big of a hurry to jog back to the halfway line. Ray Wilkins had come and grabbed me. And he, he said something like, Let, let's just savour this moment. You know, because these moments you can treasure. They'll stay with you. And uh, that always stayed with me, you know, from from someone as great as Ray. So the experienced players, you know, everyone, listen, everyone, fans, behind the scenes, academy players, the the staff, all delighted for Sinclair. Let's hope that's the first of many. But I'll temper that by saying, you know, um, Enjoy that. Enjoy your Saturday night, especially if it was part of a winning performance as well. That makes it even better. But come Monday, come Monday morning, back to work. Let's keep getting yourself in those positions, and let's see if we can get a few more from you.
0: We saw the celebrations at full time. I was privileged enough to sort of sh- not share that moment with Sinclair, but I was there filming him. when I'm big myself up here, and I thought I got some great footage of him <laughs> celebrating with the QPR fans. But, Go on, Simon. But. um it was a, a special moment for him. Hairs were on the back of my neck. So how, how was Sinclair must have been feeling, getting yes, that appreciation?
1: Insane. Absolutely fine. And the, the, the fact you can go and celebrate with your, with your fans. And what makes it special is we won the game. It wouldn't have been anywhere near the same if we had lost two-one or whatever. Yeah, you get your first goal, but you're on a, you're on a losing team. So um, the, I think the crowd, our fans, home and away, have been willing Sinclair to get that first goal. So that's come now you see the scenes you see the the impact um it had on everyone and as i say let's hope that's the first of many and many 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 more celebrations um not only sinclair but the team can enjoy with the fans
0: and it was a senior debut for his qpr debut for steve
1: cook who had arrived the week prior to that after the watford game what did you make of his first here excellent um delighted when i saw we had signed steve or were chasing steve there was a lot of sort of noise that we were looking to get him. Um, so I was hoping we would. What does Steve Cook bring to the team? Um, everything you saw from from the get-go. I saw him before we we kicked off. He was going around a few players, he was organising, he was almost telling people where he wanted them. Um, you know, that leadership quality, that experience, you know, he's had a fantastic career. He's been part of successful teams. He'll have, um, he'll have seen young players come to the team and know what they need and want. and. So he'll he'll bring all that. Um, I heard what he said to the players before the game. That was his first game, but he said our season starts now. Um, and yeah, I don't think his part in the performance can be underestimated. So so a really good start for Steve. We're delighted to have him, and hopefully he and the rest of the players can use that now as a springboard to to go from strength to strength.
0: That sets us up perfectly. We'll. Catch up with Steve Cook in a minute, just after training is finished and the preparations for trips get underway. So training's just finished, and we're joined by defender Steve Cook. Steve, thanks for joining us. No problem, anytime. Uh, first of all, how's your first week been here at QPR? Yeah,
2: yeah, really good. Um, really enjoyed it. Uh, obviously, the winning, uh, winning on on Saturday helps, and a good performance last night, uh, and hopefully we uh, make it a really good week on Saturday.
0: And what have you sort of added to the team? We know the experience you've got, but when you came in straight away at Cardiff, what did you sort of say to the lads?
2: Um, just to kind of move on from the, the following week, you know, um, the championship's are a really tough league. It's how you bounce back to losses and then getting used to winning, uh, kind of having that culture in the dressing room where we were desperate to win, desperate to do anything for the points. And, um, you know, the lads helped me out a lot as well because obviously my match fitness isn't fantastic, but You know, I think the fans saw a a performance where we were willing to give everything, uh, and we come out with three points. And I think last night, similar lads give everything. There was on the floor at the end of the uh, end of the game, and I think it was a harsh way to kind of lose the game. But uh, everyone done themselves proud, and you know, for the
1: academy lads as well, making their debuts. I think it was
2: overall a positive night.
1: Steve, for me, uh, first of all, welcome, welcome to the club brilliant career, very successful, you know, part of that Bournemouth story that was, uh, you know, really, really good. Being in a week, as Simon said, what are you, what are you seeing from the dressing room? What are you seeing from the squad? Because obviously you're going to play a massive part on the pitch. But I think from your experience, from your career, you can play a massive part off the pitch as well.
2: Yeah, um, I'm seeing actually a a really good group, uh, a group of lads that um, are very talented and uh, are willing to kind of, the criticism that's swirling around outside the uh, the club is 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 natural as football that's the nature of the beast. But in here, we we're, we're, we're so desperate to to do well for the club. Um, I'm seeing lads that you know that have been here for a long long time. Uh, they know what it takes, um, and and I think it's just getting that confidence back in the group.
1: Uh, have we got any of the younger boys coming up to your weekend? Are they saying cookie? Uh- what are you what do you seeing or, yeah, that, or do you I've, think that's to come
2: I've, a, I've had a lot of chats with the lads um I thought you know I can't we can't waste a day here yeah. um, obviously being a new sign-in sometimes you can take a few weeks to get involved but we haven't got time to waste um, so I throw myself in the deep end and try and make relationships in amongst the change room and and try and you know shake off that negativity around the club and and really look forward now demand from each other
1: you know on a on the training ground that's where it starts isn't it? it's not yeah. just about a match day standards every day um how you come in how you prepare how you train how you talk to each other all of that
2: 100 percent and I, I think with the gaffer in charge who's that that was the type of player he was obviously and he's taken that into his management style as well and um you know it's a it's going to be a culture change here um it takes time um last year's gone this year's upon us and let's, let's be positive we got um a really good kind of foundation now to, to build off, um, it's going to be a great atmosphere Saturday um, and now we need the fans kind of coming with us, it's going to be a, hopefully a, a positive season and let's see where it takes us.
1: Well, it was great, uh, a great bounce back after the Watford game and at if you coming into the team, legs must have been a bit tired towards the end of the game but you and the group can use that as a foundation to build on and progress?
2: Yeah but definitely, obviously personally uh, it was my first game in a, a long long time <laughs> Uh, my legs kind of went about 60 minutes in so um, week on week I'll, I'll get fitter stronger and um, hopefully give performances um, worthy of, of this club and um, and hopefully bring the, the leg lads along along
1: just going back to that because I've been in that situation you know you said your legs went after a while is that when you really have to dig deep with your experience and let your you, you, know how to take you through, in your communication, and pulling people around. Yeah, it.
2: definitely with the pulling people around me. Um, <laughs> just try keeping, the, you know, the back five together. And obviously, the goal came at a, a bad time for us. But you know, I see that as a positive. Now we've we've gone to Cardiff. We've we've hung on ten minutes added on. So didn't need that. Um, <laughs> and we come through it and come through it unscathed I felt we were comfortable uh, I know they they hit the bar, Al Ramsey and then things like that but that, that's, that's football's championship there's going to be a lot of late goals um, fitness wise the lads are going to improve and um, yeah I'm, I'm really happy to be here.
0: Just to jump in you saw a little clip of Sinclair Armstrong and yourself just after the second goal what were you sort of saying in his ear
2: at that time? Saying let's get back in let's go and get another one you know uh, I was delighted for him I didn't realize it was his first goal so um, I probably would have given him a little bit more leeway, but um, we can't be happy with just um, going away going one 0 up, 2 0 up. Um, we, we, we've got to strive for more. Um, and Sinclair obviously is a great lad; he's willing to work hard, and we need him to do more. You know, we need we need Ilias, Chrissy, Lyndon to get the goals for us, and then we'll hopefully short up at the back and. Um, that's what that's what I tried saying to him. Um, get away here, let's go. Let's uh, kind of let's go back for more and um, let's be hungry.
0: And you're at the game last night against Norwich, but you'll get the real taste of Loftus Road on Saturday. Looking forward to that. Yeah, one? Yeah,
2: definitely. I'm um, really, really looking forward to Saturday. Looking forward to that buzz around the place. Um, it's going to be it's going to be huge for us this season. Uh, hopefully, we can make this place. Uh, before, it's a really difficult place to come to. Um, teams shouldn't want to come to Loftus Road. Um, in, in the in the past, it's obviously been. The club's kind of where, where they've got all their success and we want to bring that back.
1: Yeah. Well, Steve, we're delighted you're joined, uh, you've joined us. We're delighted you're part of the club. You. Wish you and the boys all the best for Saturday. Cheers, and the game's coming up. Thanks very so much. Cheers.
0: So yeah, that was Steve Cook. Since he's a experienced man, you can really hear that from the way he talks, can't you?
1: Well, I said to him, you know, and um, I think I speak on behalf of everyone at the club, our fans, um, players behind the scenes, we're delighted to have him. You can see what you're going to get with Steve Cook. You can see well, we saw what we got in his first game and he said he was shattered you know but that's when you you lean on that experience you know he's got over 400 games he's been in you know successful teams he'll have been in teams where they've been really up against it and all those experiences you you're you sort of soaking and you you rely on him and he can pass it on to some of the boys but uh, now i think it's well done to the club i think it's going to be a really good useful signing for us
0: and the spine of the team Asmir in goal steve cook jack Colbeck linden up front that's not a bad so spine to the I side, any, is it? Any,
1: any team that's going to do well needs that spine right through the centre of your team, you know, and um, we, we've we got that. I know Jack hasn't um, been nice to see he's taking part in training today. Hopefully he'll be not too far away. But, you know, asme has been around the block, loads of games, done well. Steve, as we spoke about, and as uh, with the guys that we've got, you know, we've people say, oh, we've got a young team. We haven't really got our young, you know, Ilias and Chris, they're in the mid, 20 Sam Fields racked up over 150 games etc etc so we got that experience for just it and then it all together what I liked about Steve you know demanding from each other every day every every aspect of your game you've got to look to be the best you can be and if you do that you've got a chance so we're uh, delighted with a big man.
0: Wednesday saw a big day as well didn't it we kicked it off the, the morning with the Lionesses and their semi-final victory before QPR's clash with Norwich City in the Carabao Cup. First of all, we'll reflect on the Lionesses. What a moment to have reached
1: the first ever World Cup final. Uh, absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Uh, I saw the game, you know. Um, I fancied us before the tournament started, you know, to build on the great success we had over a year ago in the, um, in the Euros. Um, credit to all the players involved, you know, the staff. Um, the coach has done an amazing job, what she's done. But uh, yes, to get to the final, but I don't just want to get to the final as an Englishman. Can they they go on and win it? Got a big, big test against Spain. Good side. I think probably, arguably, the two best teams left in the tournament. Spain, as you would imagine, the way we used to see Spain teams play, look to dominate possession. So it might be a different challenge for the Lionesses, but one I think they can overcome and fingers crossed. And uh, I'll certainly be roaring them on from my, from my sofa on uh, Sunday morning. Can you take confidence? We beat them
0: in the Euros last summer. Would you, if you were played in a different tournament but now playing against the same opponent, would you take confidence? Yeah, yeah.
1: I think yeah, you always look at previous games. What went well? What, what didn't go well? Did you beat them? Did you lose against them? But, uh, you know, listen, it's a World Cup final. I think it's a different scenario. It's a different stage that the England players haven't been on before. I think how they control that emotion if you like of where they are the occasion can they play the game rather than the magnitude of the game I think will determine how well we do but they've listened they've handled every scenario that's been thrown at them in the last few years and, and overcome it so uh, yeah, one more massive one to go and uh, come on England. Sense. Give us a score prediction what's it going to be? 2-1 England I'm, uh, I'm confident I backed us uh, or I thought we'd we'd win it and you know words can be words but I just thought you know a couple of the teams for me didn't look as strong as what they have been in the past they went out and uh, the us under underestimate what they did on uh, on Wednesday to play the home nation in their backyard 70,000 people the majority shouting for for Australia rightly so for them to come through that come through that little sticky patch in the second half when they got pegged back absolutely brilliant win come on go one more that kicked off a,
0: a busy day, for us personally anyway, at Loftus Road, because then it was followed by the, the Carabao Cup clash with Norwich City. Ultimately, ended in disappointment, but there was a few positives. The debuts of Alex Aurora and Ryan Coley being one of them at the forefront of
1: everyone's mind, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was um, quite a big night for the club in one respect that, you know, you've got six academy boys uh, playing. Uh, yeah, the result uh, went against us. I think the manner of the result conceding basically with the last kick or the last header of the game um, left everyone feeling really really flat but I thought the the young boys acquitted themselves well Um, so yeah something something to build on but we very quickly yeah we lost the game we're out the cup Uh, we turn our attention and the boys are out there today ready for a big one on Saturday, um, which I'm really looking forward to. So before we look at Saturday and the clash with Ipswich
0: Town, it's a big day before that with the opening of the Legends of the Loft and the newly named Forever Ars Bar and something you played a big part in, isn't it
1: Andy? i played a part, you know, other people at the club have played uh, just a bigger part in many senses. Some have played more, you know, but uh, Legends of the Loft, um, that was after consultation with our fans, after the, the naming of the Stanley Bowl stand. Lots of fans were very keen that other greats of the club were represented in some capacity, so the club listened and we've done something about that. We put it out to the fans vote, so this is what the fans voted. Uh, the vote we asked fans to vote for their top five um, across generations, um, which the club then compiled of ten, uh, which forms the ten legends of the Loft, and uh, all the all the guys who are in that are worthy of that um accolade and served the club brilliantly and yet yeah, another another big day for the club delighted that you know jerry francis um someone i've got a lot of in my career for uh, came out uh, on top and he's going to join us on saturday to to formally open the legends of the loft so always always love to speak to jerry always love to see him and uh saturday is uh is, is another one that i look forward to seeing him We caught up with supporters ahead of the game with Norwich on
0: Wednesday and we asked them who their Legends of the Loft was. We are here ahead of the opening of the Legends of the Loft Bar outside Lofters Road, hoping to find QPR supporters Legend of the Loft. Let's go and do it. There's a group of people here that are going to give us hiya. Who is your Legend of the Loft here at QPR?
1: (laughs) Ooh, probably Adele. Adele's right. It's a good
0: choice. Owns the streets, the best. Moving on. God, who's your legend of the loft? Temrubat. I'm a Go on, there's a queue. Yeah, everyone, come on. Legend of the loft. All-time keeper the loft. the loft? Jordan Archer. You've got to love a bit of Jordan, ain't you? <laughs> 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 right, let's move on. After Jordan Archer, it was not a popular choice, but we're just going with the fans. Excuse me sir, who's your legend of the loft here at QPR? Stan Bowles. Stan Bowles, yes yeah, sir. Stan Stan is. All right. Thank you. Right. Moving on. These guys were laughing at us earlier, so we've come over. Who is your legend of the loft here at QPR, your all-time favourite keeper player? Terry Fenick. Terry Fenick. Do we have? Why, Rodney Marsh. Rodney Marsh?
2: Yeah, Rodney Marsh. Yeah, yeah Rodney Marsh. Yeah. Yeah, Marsh. Rodney
0: Marsh. Again, <laughs> <laughs> another popular choice. Thank you guys. Yeah. <laughs> We keep moving, we're going to find some more. There's a guy here, glasses on, looks very cool in the sun. We're going to find him. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Who is your Ledger's of the Loft, your favourite all-time KPR player?
2: What, from past or present? choice is yours? From the time I've been going, I'd say probably Adele. Easy's up there as one of my favourite. Um, Buzaki, Sandfield now, because he's absolutely mustard. But that's about it. Free My time to go in, that's all I can say.
0: Free choices, popular. <laughs> right, cheers mate, Thanks. thank you. We move on. They look like Noru fans, we won't go to them. We'll move. Running out of people, we'll keep going. Excuse me sir, who's your legend of the loft here at QPR? Uh, Kevin Gallon. Kevin Gallon? Kevin Kevin Gallon. Armstrong. Sinclair Armstrong. Madam, do you want to...? Armstrong. Sinclair Armstrong, popular after Saturday of course, thank you. We'll keep going, we head towards the club shop where hopefully a Sinclair Armstrong shirt will be bought today. Excuse me, lads. Who's your favourite ever keeper player? Uh, um,
2: French. We are um, French.
0: We don't know the. No, the no term. worries. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe we won't. Chris Ramsey. We are asking fans who their legend of the loft is. Who's your favourite all-time keeper
1: player? Well, Les. <laughs> <laughs> les yeah. first. Uh, Stan Bowles. Yep. Anyone else?
0: Tarat. It's yeah, right. been a popular
2: choice
1: today. But based on his ability. Um, and I'd have to
2: say, Ebbs. Yep. Ilias. It's st- solid, solid choice. Isn't? That's a solid, yeah, yeah. solid, solid you choice. You would want that five-as-a-time. Uh, mm. you would want that. <laughs> but i tell you what, he was a good player. Dave Thomas. Another one.
0: Uh-huh. Another one. Love it. Thank you. Excuse me, lads. Can we ask who your favorite ever QPR player is?
1: Uh, Stan Bowles. Stan Bowles. Um, mate. I haven't been here for long. The um, last chair. Yeah. yeah. I think Armstrong's going do quite well. Another yeah.
0: popular choice today. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, Thanks guys. Cheers. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. Excuse me, mate. Could we ask who your favorite ever QPR player is? Uh, Les Ferdinand. Les Ferdinand. Go on. No worries, no worries. Enjoy the game anyway. We keep going. Yeah. Excuse me, could we ask who your favourite ever QPR player is?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well,
0: uh, uh, Alan McDonald. Alan McDonald, good choice. Mm-hmm.
2: What favourite, favourite QPR favorite player? player? At the moment, who's your favourite QPR player? Eze. Uh,
0: you got one? No? No, no worries. Thank you. Enjoy the game. There's people everywhere. Who are we asking? Are we going again? We'll go. Excuse me. Who's your favourite ever QPR player?
1: I'm just a stupid tourist. Yeah. I
2: don't know nothing
0: about QPR. Okay. No. No. Never mind. Thank you. This guy. We'll keep going. Try and find a couple more. <laughs> One guess, I reckon they were Norwich fans. Where are we go in this huge building. I feel like they want to get into the game. The anticipation ahead of a clash here with Norwich City is growing. Struggling. There's two lads here. Excuse me, lads. Could we ask who your favourite QPR players are? You can ask him. <laughs> um, probably in recent times,
2: Chris Willock. Yeah. Uh, Solid choice. Yeah, all time, probably Trevon Sinclair. Sinclair.
0: Another good choice. Thanks, mate. Should we keep going? No, this is it. So we've got a few opinions of QPR fans, popular choices: Stan Bowles, Adel Tarat, and in recent times, Ezzy and Ilyas Chair. Sinclair Armstrong, obviously popular after his first goal. So, we'll see everyone at the Legends of the Loft opening on Saturday, head of our game with Ipswich Town. Since, who's your legend of the Loft? Can you pick one? Do you
1: have five? Do you have an unreal real five by two? I know I'm biased, but we're a great club. We've got a good history. We've had some fantastic teams. We've had some fantastic individual players. Um, it's always hard, but I think back to when I was playing and the team, the great team that I played in, you know, it was a fantastic team. Already mentioned Jerry; he was he was the leader, the manager. Uh, he's he's a legend. When you think what he came through the club, um, yeah, played in our best ever team, captained that team, went out to captain England, um, managed the club a couple of times. So, uh, so yeah, it's fitting that he came out on top. But you know, in my team, great players: Alan McDonald, who's in it; Les is in it. Um, Ray Wilkins, I think everyone knows the impact and how much I thought of Ray, you know, he's in it. So, you know, th- those three, but if you go right through the you know, you go back to the sixties that, you know, the, the, the cup winning team, Rodney was the was, was the big player. He's in it. You go into the seventies, what a team we had, the seventies pack full of internationals. You now you've got Jerry, you've got Dave Thomas, you've got Phil Parks in it, and you keep going. You have know, Kevin Gallen came through the system, scored stacks of goals. Um, Great player, great striker. Um, then you're into the the more recent times where you've got Adele and uh, Clint Hill, you know, who played their part massively. Speak to people about Adele. What a player. Uh,
0: is this very know. different age group? So my dad, for example, would have a different favourite QPR well, player
1: than I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, what I was saying is the, the vote went out to the fans and, you know, you'll have some fans who remember the 60s or the 70s. You'll have some younger fans who'll only remember 2010 onwards sort of thing you know so it's so it's age sort of specific but it's right across the board and the fans the the fans have voted for it and uh, now as i said all those players have are worthy of that recognition and you know you mentioned the forever ours bar oh that's the blue and white bar has been renamed forever ours as a huge success of the club over years where we get back in touch with our former players and The naming of the Forever Ours bar just makes sure that again that it just cements what we're doing for our former players who've served this club absolutely brilliantly. The Forever Ours is different to the Legends of the Loft. Legends of the Loft is more select, the Forever Ours is a bit more wider um, and we're we're very proud as a club of what we've done and uh, Saturday's another big day for that. I
0: did vote for Mark Bircham, he hasn't made the top 10. My five-year-old self is very
1: upset at that.
0: But yeah, it's a great initiative, isn't it? And something that we're very proud of working.
1: Very proud as a club and uh, forever ours. You know, it goes from strength to strength and long may that continue because we've made big strides. It's back right from the top of the club, the owners all the way through. And uh, yeah, it's, I see the impact it makes to players of all ages, you know, managers, uh, coaches, and just as importantly, their families. When they come back to Loftus Road and they get the reception from our fans. And I have to say, it's only, been really successful because of the support we get from our fans. So, to all the fans, you know, thanks, it really means a lot, and uh, let's see it go from strength to strength. That'll kick off what will be a busy Saturday as preparations, as we see in here,
0: get underway for the Clash of Ipswich Town, and they head to Loftus Road with quite an impressive record already, don't they?
1: Yeah, good test. Uh, you know, you asked before the season predictions and who could be a dark horse to to upset a few, and I I said Ipswich, you know, they go into, obviously promoted, um, finished second last year, I think they finished last season 17 unbeaten, they're unbeaten this season, One 0 and two league games, got a fantastic young coach in Kira McKenna, Uh, so yeah, um, they're riding the crest of a wave, Um, it'll be a tough game, they've got some good players, a couple of our former players return um, in, in some capacity, but it's about us, and we go back to what we spoke about earlier, the Cardiff game, the Cardiff win. Can we build on that? Should be a really good atmosphere. Can we put on a performance that gets the crowd in play? And ultimately, can we win? Can we get three points? Is there anything better than a Saturday three o'clock at Loftus Road? Oh, I love it. Love, love Loftus, uh, Loftus Road when there's a there's a good atmosphere, as a packed crowd, and I think Saturday will be that. So all the fans, get behind Gareth, get behind the team, and come on, you us.
0: I think that's the perfect way to wrap up. Thanks to Andy as always and to Steve Cook for joining us. This has been the Rangers report and come on your ours.